American people stand firm in the faith which has inspired this nation from the beginning. We believe that all men have a right to equal justice under law and equal opportunity to share in the common good. We believe that all men have the right to freedom of thought and expression. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God. From this faith, we will not be moved. Hello, God bless America, and welcome to the Freedom of Thought podcast. I am your host, Peldino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Freedom of Thought is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Audible, Stitcher, Double Twist. I'd like to get it on Podman, but maybe not. Maybe it won't work here because it's not like a necessarily Minnesota podcast, even though it's Minnesota-based. You're in the Twin Cities, Golden Valley, Minnesota. I'm looking at the uh, kind of little bits of red in the sky. It's a mostly cloudy day. Chris, Christmas week is upon us and all the wonderful memories and all that that we get to enjoy. And it's nice to know we'll have a white Christmas, at least in this neck of the woods, with the uh, little bit of snow we got the last couple of days, like maybe a little less than an inch, to kind of cover up after that weird, warm <laughs> stretch of weather we had with an insane amount of uh, wind and all that. It was pretty interesting, though. Uh, but it's Christmas week. It looks like Christmas. It feels like Christmas. And that's what it's all about, obviously. Uh, the birth of Christ and all that. Is this the official Christmas show for this uh, season? I would say not, because I'm probably going to squeeze in another one around Thursday-ish, if I can, depending on how things go with scheduling and uh, what what I'm doing. So hopefully I can squeeze out one more show where it's specifically Christmas. Today I want to get to something that I heard this week with uh, Pat Kessler, uh, a, a guy who's been on WCCO News for years and all that, and he supposedly retired, and he's still on Barrero every week, and he's... Basically, ever since he retired, he went from a guy that, well, obviously liberal to a guy who's like insanely liberal and got a, got a rotten attitude to boot. It's like, it's just like he just took the gloves off and like lost it ever since he retired and he's been anti, ultra anti-Trump. And it's okay to have your point of view, but when it's just like he's a, he's a bald-faced jackass about everything. And I, I just want to display to you what kind of crap we go out, uh, go through here in the Twin Cities and what kind of nonsense keeps getting flooded through the airwaves in the Twin Cities. Pat Kessler joined uh, Justin Gard because Dan Barrero was on vacation. I guess whenever he goes on vacation, it's for a while. And I don't know, I get sick of that too. I wish people could take reasonable vacations and it isn't like a month or something. I don't, though I don't know how long Barrero's going to be gone, but it's the kind of crap I go through at work at times. Um, but here it is, Pat Kessler with Justin Gard. Not saying you're wrong, though. Thank you for that. I would say keep thinking about it. Yeah, okay, good. I'd keep say thinking you're wrong. about it. Get back to me. <laughs> um, but we do have a lot of news items here to wedge in in the in the last segment of uh, you joining me here at the barn. Ryan Burns is going to be next segment. But I was watching the news this morning, and there was going to be a uh, Derek Chauvin update. And what is that update? What was that update? Yeah, so Derek Chauvin, uh, the former Here's Minneapolis cop, convicted in the murder of George Floyd who's already serving a 22-and-a-half-year sentence uh, for that killing, uh, today pleaded guilty to a civil rights violation, which is uh, a, another 25 years. And that is a major, major thing that is uh, happening uh, today. He went to court, 
uh, wearing an orange jumpsuit. Oh, uh, yeah. a couple of Ooh. questions for the judge, pleaded guilty for that. Now, here's what's important. Uh, it's important for a whole bunch of reasons. Now, this it's coming to an end after all of the chaos and anger and violence of the last couple of years, uh, last year with Yeah, uh, you guys helped it, too. Uh, this is the civil rights, the federal violation. Here is exactly what it means. He is uh, now going to serve just these sentences concurrently. He's right. going to serve them both at the same time. Not consecutively. Right. So uh, he will be allowed to be out of prison in, uh, you know, probably about 22, 22 and a half years. That's what it looks like is going to happen. Uh, so some people think he ought to be locked up for life, of course. But yeah. as I said, he when appeared included. Court, uh, wearing the orange prison jumpsuit. Uh, we learned today that he is in solitary confinement. Thanks for reminding us he's wearing an orange jumpsuit. security prison, Oak Park Heights. Uh, he, uh, they, 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 we know that he is let out of his 10 by 10 foot jail cell. Think about this. Right. Uh, for one hour per day. So many people think uh, that's not punishment enough, although yeah, it's, it's going to drive asshole. him nuts. So what's going to happen here is that he ass. will, as part of this plea And this is just the mild part, folks. Just, just wait. He is going to be transferred to a federal penitentiary, which is more... They say it's probably safer than much. Uh, the general prison population. <laughs> right, because uh, that's a legitimate concern. Oh, absolutely. His safety, His safety sure. is wherever he goes, it's going to be uh, because he is the face of the murder of George Floyd. Uh, so now he's going to complete his term in a federal prison, uh, generally considered safer. But here's the other thing. We have three more former police officers right. who were involved next. in this. And they're coming up for trial uh, in uh, just uh, several months. And so yeah. this will have an effect on that as well. And now he's kind of separate from all of that. He's separated from this. And these police officers, these former police officers, uh, who did not intervene to stop the murder of George Floyd, these former police officers, uh, they're going uh, on, on trial, I think, in January. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and what this does then, it actually might help them because he was going to be part of that trial as well. And if they are all seen through the eyes of uh, Derek Chauvin, all the jurors are looking at him uh, with Derek Chauvin, I think it would be very likely that uh, they would have been convicted of this. I still think that uh, the conviction is going is is very very possible here, uh, but that will actually um, make it easier for them now that uh, Chauvin has separated himself, and they're not going to be weighted so down with his reputation. In our final few minutes, here it comes. A couple of Fox News questions. Here we him. go. Chris Wallace. Well, who I like. I like him on Sunday morning. He's fantastic. Oh, of course yeah, you like he's, him. Um, he's fantastic, he job yeah. as debate moderator. I don't watch a ton a of jackass. political television anymore. Of course you like him. Because it's just... You sound like my gal. Well, I think after four Justin years used of to be a conservative, it almost nightly, now he's a jackass like the rest of these morons. I probably morons. do need to check back into it a little it all bit. rubbed off. But after four years of watching it, or at least having that dominate the news cycle, what was going on... Good, bad, ugly. Taking than I thought. I apologize to get to where I really question. wanted to go. But don't you miss it? Do you miss uh, no. Donald Trump and all of the Here news about Donald Trump? I don't. I don't. I don't. Because, yeah. because I don't. It, it's hard to explain. It but because I think it brought I out. The, I think it brought out the worst in all of us. Yeah. I think all of it brought out the worst in all of us. In this asshole. Whatever side you're on. Pardon my friend. We, we, we don't have enough time to go deep into it. But sure. I just I didn't like. 
I didn't like well, waking up thinking we were going to battle about something. I, I will I will say daily. that it took me uh, literally a number of months uh, to wean myself from that mm. because I no. was up when I'm working at WCCO. Yeah, you talked about reporter. this a lot. You yeah. were up early. So, yeah, well, we were Whoa, up late. I'm so good. I'm so yeah, good at my job. <laughs> Depending on what's Let happening, you my horn. early at 5 a.m. because you never knew. Snorting off yeah. bullshit what, every what day. It was be. Right. So, um, but uh, President Trump is still one year after he's left office and one year after this. Uh, the, the insurrection. The insurrection. Approaching the, uh, the anniversary date. Uh, Insur insurrection of what? Uh, government of the United States of America. Violent insurrection. Violent insurrection. You mean the, you uh, mean the police officer that shot the lady that had no weapons? Where an investigation in. Congress and the House of Representatives is looking into what happened. And that's where we're starting to now get a lot of very, very, very interesting news. Well, and let's, interesting, we'll yeah. skip the Wallace part for a second. Keep lying you let into the text everybody? from Laura Ingram, from Hannity. Uh, where do they Don come Jr., up with this stuff? Uh, also texting your guy Meadows. That's what's been interesting for me is to follow to what they were saying while all of it was going on and basically saying we need to get, we need to stop this we need to get this what's going on uh, Laura Ingram I think where did they like, come up with this stuff us, basically <laughs> I'm paraphrasing but it was so like so they knew what was what was happening at the Capitol was not good for anybody not yeah. good for anybody and and they saw it as a violent insurrection riots. And uh, riots? They, we believe riots? because of these texts, they suggest riots. that they knew that Trump had something you mean all like the, and would not you mean like stop the, <laughs> and so they're Like what happened after George Floyd? Trump, Laura Ingram, Murdering cops, Hannity, burning Brad down Hannity, innocent people's businesses, beating the crap out of citizens. And they're texting Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, Listen arguing to this garbage. no one is closer to the President of the United States for the 87 minutes... More, you know, a couple of hours, uh, 87 minutes in which uh, the president publicly, visibly did nothing to stop this violent He wasn't involved in it, you imbecile, you liar. Stop lying to the American people. That he was actually interested in it and was enjoying it. You scumbag. The so these texts are Enjoying out, what? Uh, and it is causing a lot of... Uh, he had nothing uh, to do with it. ...heartburn over at Fox News because several hours after Laura Ingram is saying, please do something about this, this is hurting all of us, and it's going to hurt your legacy. Then they're going on television. Honestly, God, they go on television what? several hours later. Yeah. Ah, it's Antifa, it's the lefties, it's the uh, Obama Because people. it was, you stupid mamma so, <laughs> so jamma. That that's the kind of thing we're starting to hear. It was. And by the way, uh, it is Liz Cheney, the daughter Stop of lying to the American people. Dick Cheney. Uh, who the Democrats... Uh, She's front and center in this You've got to believe. I mean, that's on purpose. Democrats are letting her handle all of this. Uh, so I believe that this is the most important investigation that Congress has done. Yeah, in and you know what will happen? You'll look at absolutely nothing because it's all BS. And I think that uh, the country... Just is, like every other thing you try. Russia hate. ...with peril uh, if we don't figure out what happened that day. As the anniversary is coming up, and, and stop what lying is going to with the anniversary. So stop lying to the American people. Retire and go away. Uh, Just go away, like Pat Kessler. Yeah, that was really, yeah, really thank good. You. Just go Speaking away. Of anniversaries, the bottom. Of Just go away, Pat Kessler. That's all I got to say about that. Sorry that was so long, but um, yeah, it, it's things like that. I mean, I needed you to hear that. You needed to hear that. Any of you that haven't heard this garbage going out there, I was a lot angrier at the time when I heard it. I've obviously subdued. This was a few days back, like Wednesday. Uh, obviously, it's 
Sunday at the time I'm recording this, no Vikings game today, so no Purple Mafia until Tuesday morning. For those of you that uh, listen to this and Purple Mafia, Minnesota Vikings podcast, I'm the host. Wow, uh, what did you think of all that? It's just they're still spreading this bullcrap. They're still spreading it. And where was the true violence here? I mean, it's literally all made up. Like somebody getting beat with a... Um, Somebody getting beat with a fire extinguisher, complete lie. The guy actually had a heart attack. He actually had a heart attack and was not involved with any of that. So it's just absolutely stunning how they come up with this crap. And obviously, I mean, again, violence. Again, like shooting somebody who came through a window without a weapon. No weapon whatsoever and was gunned down dead uh, in the throat. The, the lady, the former veteran and all that. She shouldn't have been doing that. Okay, so I'll, I'll give them that much, but that's about it blow their head, like, like to just shoot them, like, right, right there with no weapon or anything, absolutely crazy, I, it, it's stunning, uh, how they continue to spread these lies and this dishonesty, again, breaking and enter, entering is wrong, she shouldn't have bothered with that, I wouldn't have done any of that, believe me, I'm not sure why she did that, but again, just to gun her down like that, pretty sick, pretty disgusting, and, uh, talk is that, again, that Chuck Schumer, was the guy who ordered that. So Chuck Schumer, obviously not exactly the nicest person in the history of the world, no matter what side of the aisle you come from. He's a pretty evil guy um, at the end of the day. That's where we are. That's where we are. Uh, they're going to keep spreading lies, keep spreading bull crap. It's never going to stop. But I'll, I'll try to get back to Christmas now, if humanly possible. I'd also like to maybe look at some messages and such. And uh, that would probably be a good idea. As we'll go to the Facebook page now, uh, facebook.com forward slash freedom of thought 1776. The Twitter account is freedom of thou 76. Give that a follow. Uh, there's no comments on there, but on the Facebook page, again, give that a like or follow or however they say. Gerald String on the most recent episode said, can't wait to give it a listen. And Mark Carlson, Gerald String's out of Nebraska. Mark Carlson out of Iowa says, thank you for pouring, for pouring this episode together. I love to celebrate this American holiday. It means so much to me. Also, thanks for the crypto advice. And yes, I'll try to keep getting that coming out. And also, I highly recommend that you do indeed uh, join crypto.com. Highly recommend it. I'll put a link for, uh, to have you uh, join on board. It'll show me as a referral. And we each get $25 going into the account. So highly recommend it. I'll keep talking about crypto off and on on the shows and such. Why not? <laughs> Why not? And yeah, join crypto.com. Join crypto.com and of course use the link though. That way we can each get uh, $25 in our account and it would help the, it would definitely help the podcast. There's no question about that. So apparently uh, Mark Carlson also loved Thanksgiving very, very much. I love Thanksgiving very much. I love Christmas very much. July 4th is a great one. Memorial Day is a big one. Memorial Day is, your, is it's getting still a wonderful time of year. And I like the, the month or so before. Memorial Day leading up to it. It's just the beautiful uh, weather and all that. I love springtime and all that. The lilacs and the and the lack of humidity. That's a big thing as well. The lack of humidity. <laughs> There's certainly no humidity right now either, thankfully. At least not much. There's always some humidity, I suppose. It's not 0%, but it's a lot less than that. Um, yeah, uh, and obviously very excited about Christmas. Pearl Harbor, December the 7th. I think it's 80 years since Pearl Harbor. Absolutely amazing. So we'll always remember... What took place in Pearl Harbor. There's all kinds of interesting conversation regarding that one as well. It seems like there's always more to the story. It seems like it. Uh, call it a conspiracy theory. Call it some kind of fancy-dancy conversation. But there is talk that around that time, 
well, how, how the United States actually had uh, stopped uh, oil shipments to Japan, and Japan said, you know, they, they yeah, the U.S. had blocked the oil shipments to Japan. There was a, a economic war, kind of like what's been going on with China, you know, for a while, economic war and all that, until Trump actually got, got America finally going in the right place. And why do you think the stock market and the economy and everything exploded in a good way when Donald Trump was in office? And funny how things have changed so dramatically. Uh, this little pack of bacon, microwave bacon, a dollar more, a dollar more in less than, you know, in like 10 months since this this insane idiot got, in, got thrown into office illegally. Um, think about it, though. Just think about it. Uh, but what was happening there, again, back to uh, Japan and Pearl Harbor and all that, was talk that, you know, how we had stopped the shipments to Japan, you know, to kind of you know, fight with them, you know, the economic war and such. And Japan said, we're going to bomb Pearl Harbor, basically. This is all, again, not 100% true, or I mean, not 100% proven. It, it, I, I believe it to be true. Uh, it's not 100% proven, at least not something I can prove to you at this second, though the, there is talk out there that you can find. You can research it and find it. There is talk about it that Japan said, we're, we will, we're going to bomb you, and that uh, basically... President, the uh, President Roosevelt at the time, said, "Go right ahead. Basically, go go ahead and bomb us." And that would again, that was uh, the strategy. There was to get the the public to support the war movement, as the United States wanted to enter World War II, and then, well, World War II could, uh, escalated at that point with the United States involved, and of course Japan in that whole situation. It uh, made things pretty big. It became a, like a full-on world war at that point. When you had Japan and, and uh, Germany and all that and all these other countries involved, Russia and, and France and Italy. Italy, of course, bowed out very quickly because they were, you know, <laughs> Italy and France, I, I would say, obviously were weaker links in that war. Uh, France on our side. Uh, England and U.S., very tough, very stalwart. and re really appreciate England's support during that time, obviously. Um, Chamberlain, certainly <laughs> not the best. Chamberlain was the let's be nice to Germany and everything will be okay. And then Winston Churchill was a lot tougher. He was more like a General Patton type. So Winston Churchill was much, much better. We shall fight in the mountains. We shall fight in the hills. We shall fight. You know, yeah, he was much better. Uh, Winston Churchill did a heck of a job, obviously. Uh, and of course, again, Roosevelt, there is definitely good and bad about him. Lots of bad, unfortunately. Uh, obviously, <laughs> you know, basically taking all the gold and all that and destroying the gold standard and a big part of the destruction of the the American dollar, unfortunately. Obviously, he was a socialist. And I don't know, it's just been a long, long time, this whole New World Order. It's been over 100 years that it's been in place or it's been, you know, working towards a New World Order with the League of Nations after World War One the United Nations after World War II, and you'd think the yeah, the final step would be, you know, I kept thinking World War III was going to happen. They were probably hoping for that in the 60s with the Cuban Missile Crisis, and then Kennedy, who uh, obviously intervened with that, and then talked about how we're opposed to uh, secret societies, secret oaths, and secret proceedings, and unfortunately, not long after that, President Kennedy was no more, um, and so many ties to what took place with the CIA and such, and a guy named George H.W. Bush was in Dallas, Texas, was with the CIA in that same area during that time. Pretty interesting to imagine that. I'm not saying he fired the shot, but I'm saying he was there. And 
George H.W. Bush, as a lot of us may have voted for him, that were old enough to, and uh, I supported him in 92, obviously the re-election, and in 88 when I was a younger guy, um, not old enough to vote, and in hindsight, it's, <laughs> boy, let's just look at the difference between Ronald Reagan to H.W. Bush, as of course Ronald Reagan's life was in danger early in his uh, tenure in office, almost right away, and there were ties to George H.W. Bush through that, which is just really, really creepy. Um, ties to him. Again, that's one of those things where you do your own research and all that, but it's really, uh, there's just, you know, I mean, there's a web of things with George H.W. Bush that I recommend people look at. You don't have to agree, you know, and, and all that, and it's not that you read, you believe everything you read, this and that, but there is information out there that is pretty damning of H.W. Bush. And of course, again, <laughs> the country was a lot more divided after H.W. Bush left office, and it kept getting further and further divided compared to when Ronald Reagan was in office, when only stupid, stinky, blue state Minnesota voted for Ronald Reagan in 1984 the only <laughs> versus Walter Mondale, Minnesota native, in 1984. And Jimmy Carter obviously also got his butt whooped in 1980. <laughs> there you go again. <laughs> the president has just made a disturbing statement. No, you made a disturbing statement every other couple of days. Nice guy, but crappy policies. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter with one of the strongest Southern accents I ever heard from a president of the United States. Okay, sorry. <laughs> cool accent. Sounded like, he, sounded like a guy in a movie, but... Uh, uh, I don't know. His policies sucked. He sure as heck doesn't fit in with the South nowadays, does he? Uh, but it also shows you, the South was pretty Democrat not that long ago. It wasn't that long ago. Like, hey, there was a lot of blue states in the South, wasn't there? Weren't there? Weren't there? Yeah, pretty interesting. And, of course, Arkansas with Bill Clinton. With each of those presidents leading all the way up to H.W. Bush and, obviously, Barack insane Obama, the country's division kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger. If you were around from 1988 until 2016, and obviously up to 2020, you will notice the division of this country got worse and worse and worse and worse, and it was just in time in 2016 to, to hurt uh, Donald Trump as bad as possible, somebody that might be the next Ronald Reagan, a modern-day version of Ronald Reagan, which un unfortunately a bigger mouth than Ronald Reagan, and that did not help Donald Trump at all. But uh, at the same time, the country was so divided that when you got a guy in office that had the right intentions and you had half of the country crapping all over those intentions as much as possible because they'd rather have psychotic socialism and all that. And then you had H.W. Bush turning his back on any type of uh, policy Trump would uh, stand for because H.W. Uh, Bush and W. Bush during the uh, Trump presidency because the division they, they had created <laughs> all the way up to him was uh, something that, well, they, they, they did not, they were not for this country. They were for the pockets. They were for lining the pockets. And when somebody like Donald Trump came in and said, enough of this garbage, we're not going to let China do whatever they want just so you guys can line your pockets with them and others. Um, he disrupted the whole flow of the New World Order and all that cash flow for them and had the cash coming back where it needed to be in the United States. That's what Make America Great Again meant. Making America great again did not mean make America white again, make America racist again, make America divided again. What are you talking about? It's just that's unfortunately what the left will tell you. And at the end of the day, 
H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, W. Bush, and Barack Obama were all left. They were all on the left at the end of the day. You could put an R next to their name all you want. They were all on the left. Every damn one of them. Just look at their policies and look what they did. H.W. Bush with NAFTA? Is that, what's conservative about NAFTA? That's uniting Canada and Mexico in basically like a socialist group. That's all that accomplished, and it actually hurts the United States of America. Nothing conservative about it. That's global socialism. That's globalism. Uh, Clinton added to it. Obama added to it. H.W. or excuse me, W. added to it. They all made it worse and worse and worse. So by the time Trump came, somebody that might actually be for the United States of America, they could crap all over him, do everything they can. Magically, this pandemic happens. They use that against him as well. He's for the vaccine. They're against the vaccine. He's, 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 he's out of office. Biden's for the vaccine. They're for the vaccine. Makes perfect sense. Makes 100% perfect sense. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, I disagree with Donald Trump with the vaccine. 100%. But that's just how that goes, unfortunately. He, he listened to the wrong people on that one. And he is a human being. Obviously, Ronald Reagan. Not everything was perfect with Ronald Reagan either. Not going to get too much into that at this moment, but obviously much better uniter than any of those other presidents could ever have hoped to be. And of course, they didn't give a damn about uniting the country unless it was all for socialism and the New World Order and for globalism. Globalizing, as the uh, former NBA commissioner, God rest his soul, uh, <laughs> David Stern would say, we are globalizing. It's like, whoa, right out and right out in the open. <laughs> yeah, I know they're globalizing their league, but I think he meant everything. We are globalizing. And, you know, you see a little Euro coin, like a Euro nickel or penny or whatever, and it's got the planet on it. It's got planet Earth on it. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? One world, new world order. One world. United Nations. Not the United Nations of Europe. The United Nations, period. Again, and it looks awfully similar to the Star Trek logo, <laughs> you know, with the United Federation of Planets, doesn't it? Uh, no kidding, right? And how they, you go to Earth and there it is, and it's all, Earth is just one thing. It's like a state. The Earth is just nothing but a state. The whole planet of Earth is one state. Uh, it's in Star Trek, you know, stuff like that. That's where Star Trek was being used as well, and that's why all the, the nerdy geeks that uh, love Star Trek, I like Star Trek, but I don't, <laughs> I don't follow into that garbage. Uh, that's why they're all h hardcore liberals, unfortunately, as well that follow into this global bullcrap and they're all like socialist and they're atheists. The kind of people that don't enjoy Christmas. They're the kind of people that tell you there's lots of holidays in December. That's those kind of people. Unfortunately. Um, that's where, that's, I don't know, that's where they wanted division. They wanted us to, they wanted to divide and conquer. Obviously lower the population with vaccines, lower the population with <laughs> God knows God knows what else. Us killing each other. And of course, with huge wars and abortion, you could just go on and on and on. And eventually, probably uh, a legitimate killing, killing super, super, uh, super bioweapon, where it's the kind of coronavirus that, they, that does exactly what they really wanted. Where this one was brought on to, to bring on the control, the next one could be to bring on the death, which is scary as hell. Thank you, Lord. Just keep praying. Just keep praying that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and that these people are thwarted one way or another. Uh, thank you, Lord, and that uh, the Lord's protection is on us all that believe. 
With that said, again, hoping all of you have a very, very, very Merry Christmas. I do think I'll be popping up another episode in the next few days. but wanted to kind of get a rant out on some of that. And then I just kind of led further into it, starting with Pearl Harbor all the way up to Ronald Reagan and Trump. Isn't that crazy? But I guess that's how I am. My mind just kind of takes me and I just kind of flow with it. I also received a text and I posted it on the Facebook page. Um... They received a text from somebody named Jack. It says, Hi, Joseph, instead of Joey. Hi, Joseph. Thank you for being formal. It's Jack on behalf of MDH again. Whoever that is and why are you saying again, following up on your last text about safer holiday gatherings, which I never sent to anybody. But I just love how it's holiday. There are lots of holidays in December. Ugh, when people talk like that, I want to punch them. He says, reply for info about A, COVID-19 vaccines for adults. Uh, I'll pass. B, vaccines for kids, 5 to 17. For what? For what? Kids don't need vaccines for that. <laughs> C, testing. Well, okay. Uh, my job basically force tests me every like couple weeks or so. Not, uh, D, booster shots. Hell with that. The hell with that nonsense. And then para espanol and blah, 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 all these other languages. Isn't that great? So I'm glad you para espanol. Uh, I said I never, I replied to him saying I never texted about any of that. Sorry you wasted your time. We have a right to have our own gatherings without all this nonsense. Oh, and it's called Christmas. Don't forget that. Later, he replied with, thank you for sharing your uh, your views and have a good day. Well, God bless you, Jack. <laughs> uh, here we go. Imagine if you will, this would be the twilight zone. Imagine if you will, a world filled of people who don't grasp individual liberty and basic economics, but want to collectively make decisions on how you should run your life. Yeah, to think that that's a real deal. That's real out there. It, it is. It's crazy. It's all group think. That is the average woke liberal. That's the average woke liberal in schools, which is really scary that our children are being taught that. I don't have kids, but I feel, I, I feel for all of you that do, that, uh, that do have kids and they're going through that garbage on a daily basis. It sucks, man. Absolutely sucks. Uh, Stop the Woke Act from Ron DeSantis. Thank you, Ron DeSantis. See, these are things I posted on the Facebook page. Thank you, Ron DeSantis. Check that video out. And somebody today named uh, Dan, let's just say his name is Dan. It is Dan, but I won't say the last name to be, you know, what's the point of saying his name, really? Um, he's, he's attacked me before, and he didn't he didn't attack me, but he was attacking one a, a conservative politician locally on Twitter, and he did, you know, he's always he's always got a big mouth. I'd blocked him on Facebook a long time ago. He was a friend of a friend type of thing. And you know how some of us have, like, you know, a lot of people have that stupid circle that says, I got my COVID vaccine. And then others of us might say, we're, we're you know, I don't care about your COVID vaccine. That's something I would have. And then this one, you got the rainbow dress, a rainbow Minnesota on the next shirt, a white T-shirt with a rainbow shape of Minnesota. And then... Love is a human right. Yeah, that's great. And then the circle says, disinformation is deadly. Vaccines save lives. Ah, no, lad. I'm afraid it's the other way around, <laughs> as Scrooge McDuck would say. I used to have it, and I'm going to get that sound bite again. No, lad. I'm afraid it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah you're disinformation. Yes, dis disinformation is deadly. You're right, but you're the one with the disinformation. Vaccines take lives. There is talk out there that 
the numbers can exceed over 100,000 in deaths and vaccines already, that they're actually overwhelmed with the paperwork at the moment. And that uh, just recently, uh, a, a friend on, uh, of the Purple Mafia show, Kevin McMahon out of Wisconsin, I'm sure he wouldn't mind if I mentioned this, his father died recently. He had all kinds of issues. I believe it was like heart issues. He had a failing heart. He had a lot of different things. And then, whoa, this dog is like a wolf. That's like a wolf outside. That dog, poof, sorry, apologize. Uh, it's like a wolf, man. I don't know. It's a wolf on crack and steroids mixed. But enough about, uh, but enough about uh, Casio-Cortex. Cortex, Cortez, whatever her name is. Occasional Cortex, as Michael Savage would call her. What was I talking about? But, uh, yeah, that 100,000 possible deaths, basically, when it comes to uh, the vaccines already. Already. it's We're talking like less than a year, generally. Already over 100,000 deaths, possibly. But, yes, uh, Kevin McMahon's father, that's what it was. They listed him as a COVID death because... He had tested positive, uh, and then he had passed away. But he had like a million things wrong with him. He was actually already dying in the hospital from those other things. He was already dying. And then, oh, he tested positive, COVID death, and then he wrote bullshit. He posted this on Twitter. Pardon the French again. Uh, but Kevin McMahon is yeah, saying what lies are out there, the lies and disinformation with COVID deaths. And remember how they were blaming, was it 287,000 deaths on Donald Trump? Seriously, Donald Trump is, 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 is guilty of those 287,000 deaths that basically, remember when Nancy Pelosi was saying, just do whatever you want, go to Chinatown, this and that? Uh, it's like it's racist to, to, to bring it up, you know, to not go to Chinatown because it's, the, you know, supposedly the China virus and this and that. <laughs> and then next thing you know, oh, no, it's, it's Trump's fault. Do your job. I remember when Chad Hartman and uh, Henry Lake were like going on that, and I just went after them real good. That was a good year ago. Do your job. Excuse you. <laughs> Do your job and report accurately. You know, like report the facts. Don't just make up crap and just because just it supports your point of view. You lying sons, scumbags. That's basically what I told them. And, of course, no response. Shock of the decade. Uh, not even a smart-ass response, which is about what I'd expect from Chad Hartman or uh, Henry Lake locally. Do not listen to their shows. Just don't. Just don't. Block their shows if you can, if you're local here in the Twin Cities. That's what kind of media we have here in town. Not only are they biased, but they're straight-up jackasses. They're, they're biased, they're liars, and they're just going to force you their view no matter what. Um, people might say that about me. Fine. Go ahead and say that I'm forcing my view on you. I'm not. You have a right to your own opinion, and I am not going to call you names. I'm not going to call you an effing dummy, which is what actually Henry Lake called me on Facebook. He called me an effing dummy just for saying the riots are too much. And he said, I never condone the riots. Ha, da, da, da. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> or I mean, I never condone that. I mean, I, he, he said, I never, I never supported the riots, this and that. Yeah, but you, did, you didn't really condone them either. You didn't really condone them either. And then you're the same kind of people that say, well, property is not as important as, as people as a person's life. Yeah, well, taking four police officers' lives is worse than somebody taking one. I don't, I don't think what uh, happened was good, but what took place after that was even worse. Okay, I think I'm going too far. I'm going too far. It's like, <laughs> I think I've stated my point here. And gone all over the place. But that's what it is. Freedom of thought. Listen. Listen to the show. Pass it on to your friends. And again, I'll have a more Christmassy-based show coming up. We'll see, we'll see where, where things go with that. Put some things together, hopefully. 
apologize if this was all over the place, but I suppose that's what kind of show it is. It's freedom of thought. Call into the show. I really would like somebody to call in uh, like Gerald Swing did before. Could do it again, Gerald. Call in again. Mark Carlson, call in. Anybody else that they know, that knows them, and or you're, you're a listener of this show and you want to have something to say, that would be awesome. Just, just call in. What you do is open your smart device. There should be a free voice recording application on every device on the planet. Open it, press record, talk into it like a phone call, hit stop, save it, and then share it, slash email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. That will be in the show description for you to use as well, copy and paste, or this or that. Um, it'd be great to hear from you and have you on the show. I would love to have somebody on the show and bounce some thoughts off of and all that and keep posting articles or, or thoughts and this and that, and we can take the show in those directions as well. Uh, anything. You think you can think of some type of Mandela effect you'd like to bring up. Maybe questions about cryptocurrencies, which I could get into forever, I, I guess. I'm no genius on it, but I have an idea what I'm talking about with it. Uh, Paul Caniff, I'd love to have him on the show. He knows a lot about cryptocurrencies and, of course, the Mandela effect. I'd love to have him on the show sometime. I think that'd be smart. Uh, (laughs) He's a very, very, very shy person in real life. But if you can actually get him going and talking, he could probably be a damn interesting guest on this show. If I could somehow pull it off where I get him going, it would be awesome. Uh, Years ago, I did a show with Marcus the Forecaster, also a fairly shy guy, but he was a, he was really good. had really good basketball knowledge. He was on Timberwolves Explosion many times until, unfortunately, our friendship uh, kind of kind of uh, kind of hit a wall. Basically, let's just leave it at that. And and it's too bad. You know, it's a great guy. I still still I, I miss the hell out of him. But he he sees me as somebody that uh, he doesn't agree with on a lot of things. Unfortunately, um, it, that's just how it is. You know, that's life. With that said, again, uh, if somehow, some way, I don't record again before Christmas, have a merry, merry, merry Christmas. God bless you. Uh, happy birthday, Jesus. No doubt about that. <laughs> Can't wait for you to come back and get us the heck out of here before it gets any worse. That type of thing. Um, <laughs> with that said, God bless all of you. Please write a positive rating on iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, Audible, or Stitcher. Those are the three options where you could actually write a positive review about the show, and I'd really appreciate that, or just put in the five-star rating, but it would be nice if you actually put something there, something that I could uh, read on the air or such, or just kind of encouraging for other people to listen to the show. Until next time, hopefully very, very soon, God bless you, take care, and God bless the United States of America.